Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. This is the BS in the Morning Show. I am Brad, here to make your day go a little bit better. Come on, man. Come on, man. I actually saw um, an outtake of uh, one of the debates with uh, Joe Biden, he was talking to the press and he actually went off speech and uh, answered a question. Wait a minute, who are you? Wait a minute. Yeah, hi Brad, how are you today? Okay, it's gonna be that kind of day today. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're not, that's (sighs) the thing, you're not. Okay, so. So he actually answered a question of the press. What they they ask him again about, you know, about uh, you know, well, Trump's called every man that's ever served in the military a scumbag. Is that what they asked him? No. Let me think about what the question was. You know, there's no doubt that the press is just. I mean, first off, they can't ever get at him. Here's the interesting thing: Trump is like probably the most accessible president of all time, and that's to his detriment. And Biden is probably the most inaccessible presidential candidate of all time, and that's to his betterment. You know what I mean? I mean, it's to the point where the the Democrats necessity with that. Well, the Democrats are playing it right. You know, they're just sort of keeping him undercover and locked up in his basement, and you know, stuff like that. You know. Anyway, we can talk about that all day, but we're not. We're not going to talk about that today because we're going to no, talk we're about. No, we're not. We're going to talk about just, important things. It was just kind of um, sad for me. Like gender reveal parties. Yes, gender reveal parties. I I found this yesterday, and I put this on my Facebook page. The woman, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, where did this all start? The woman who claims she is the the, uh, originator of the gender reveal parties is essentially saying, enough. You know, because this thing's, and supposedly, the whole thing started. Do you know how this whole thing started? I do not. Um, it was a party that she threw for friends of hers, and when they cut the cake, there was like dough inside, and it was blue. So there was, oh, it's going to be a boy. So everybody got a piece of cake that was blue, and things have sort of gotten you know, out of control from there. And you know what? I have to tell you, when Ed Brock of Johnny Brock's uh, Dungeon was still talking to me. He doesn't talk to me anymore. Uh, but when he was still talking to me, um, he told me this is one of the biggest, uh, or not one of the biggest, a, a, a one of the major events that they sell stuff for. You know, because Johnny Brock's is not just all Halloween. It's open year round. You can get, you know, Santa suits and you can get Easter bunny stuff and, you know, goofy costumes. You know, you can get, if you, you know, I mean, I don't, does anybody have costume parties anymore? Is that sort of like gone? I mean, does, first off, does anybody have parties anymore, <laughs> I should ask. But anyway, uh, they sell all sorts of stuff year-round. I mean, obviously, their big deal is right now through October 31st with the Halloween stuff. But he said this has got to be a big part of their business. And when he told me that, I mean, this has been like three or four years ago. I went, what? And he goes, oh, yeah, we sell a lot of gender reveal stuff. And I go, well, like, what? Well, he sells, like, the powder. Like the blue and the pink powder that you like put in yes, yes. things to blow up and you know and stuff like that. I don't know if he sells any of the explosive stuff like the fireworks that you know that supposedly this thing started. But this is not the first time that a gender reveal party has started a 
a wildfire. There was one, I think, a couple years ago. Some, I think in New Mexico or something like that. And, and there's this thing, thing called some of the real gun nuts. You know, and I don't consider myself a gun nut. I'm a gun guy, but I'm a gun nut. There's this thing called, I think it's called Tantorite. You know what Tantorite? It's something, you, know, you ever heard of this before? I have not. It's like an explosive, but it's not. Somehow or another, it doesn't form, come under the classification of like TNT or C4 plastic or something like that. And, you know, because, you know, legally, you and I can't have TNT and we can't go down to the woods and blow up trees or anything like that because that's illegal. But this Tannerite stuff, it's, it's like, you know, like explosive light. But yet, if you still pack enough of it together, and what these guys do, the gun guys do, they like will pack a bunch of this junk together in like a target, and they'll shoot the target, and the target will blow up. You know, boom! You know, when the when the bullet hits it, and yes. that's that's what happened with one of these other wildfires that they had a guy. Hey, watch this! I'm gonna shoot this target, and when I shoot the target, we're gonna know what gender our kid is. And they shot the target, and boom! I think it was blue. You know, boy. But then some of the stuff went into the the brush behind where they were at and caught this place on fire and they got nailed man they got they got charged and criminally process you know prosecuted and and had to pay money restitution for all the people's houses that burnt down i mean how do you do that i mean if you're like if like i think this fire that's already you know there's dozens of houses been destroyed i mean you know i mean one house in california is like you know you live in like a in like a you know like a, a you know a, a house the size of a Johnny on the spot you know what I mean like a you know like a yes. toilet you know porta a toilet yeah, porta Johnny um, that's that's a two million dollar house in California you know what I'm saying you know I have never been to California but I did hear that you've never been to California no how far west have you been um I think I went to Colorado when I was young well. California is a fascinating state because, you know, it's so it's so long. It's the lo- it's the longest state, you know, latitude wise. You know what I'm saying? Latitude is is up down. Longitude is left right. If you're looking at it the beats Earth, Florida. Oh, gosh, yes, yeah. It's 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 much longer than Florida. I mean, because of the huh. fact that you get down in the southern parts of 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 California along the border. You know, when you get uh, when you get east of San Diego, it's desert. And then when you get up into the northern part, like, you know, San Francisco and parts north of that, it's like wine country. You know, it's just like, you know, imagine here in the Midwest, especially like in Augusta and some of the places out there in St. Charles, Franklin and Warren County, there's wineries. Well, there'd never be a winery in the desert because you can't grow grapes in the desert. Just doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, that's that's the deal. And, 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 you know, then what's crazy is like. In San Diego, when you like at night, if you watch the TV, uh, the TV news, and the meteorologist gives the forecast, he gives three different forecasts. He gives the beach, inlands, and mountains, and it's all within like you know sixty miles. You could be on the beach in San Diego, you could be on Mission Beach, and there's one forecast. You go inland a few miles, and it's different, and then you go inland even further, and you're in the mountains, and it's totally different. You know, it's really interesting. Whereas, you know, typically in the state of Missouri, if it's 80 degrees in St. Louis, it's 80 degrees in Kansas City or close to it or 80 degrees in Cape Girardeau, unless like a front's moving through. Sometimes you'll see. And by the way, have you seen this stuff going on in Denver? What? They had, they had, what, over the weekend, they had 100 degrees. I think it's snowing in Denver right now. Okay. 
it's Denver. It's supposed to snow. No, not this time of the year. It doesn't snow. It's oh still my. summer. It'll snow when it wants to snow. No, 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 no. But imagine you. We talk about we talk about temperature swings. They go so they're going from a hundred into the thirties in like you know like twenty four hours. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. But we've talked about all sorts of Does stuff. Does it already. think that it's Missouri? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because we've had those dynamics as well. Not like that. Not where it's been 100 one day and 48 hours later it's in the 30s and snowing. Uh, we've never had that before. I can never remember that. I mean, we've had some crazy, you know, weather swings, but not not 60, de- you know, 60 or 70 degrees in 24 to 48 hours. That never happens. Just never happens. You know what? It never happens. And, and never you know, ever happens. And and if I if I said that if I said that never ever happens, there's probably somebody that will disagree with me and say something like, "Come on, man." Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're funny. Before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? Did you take your cocaine test this morning, Shelley? I did. And I passed. You came by back negative. No cocaine in your system. Correct. Okay. Yes. No okay. illegal substance. <laughs> Detected. Okay, we can move on then. We're, we're we're clean and sober this morning, and and our show our, our show will be indicative of that. It's six twenty five. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Kelsey Ballerini, love that name, and Halsey. Meh, name so so. Anyway, who's the other girl? Good morning. It is BS in the morning. Six thirty four. Shelly, you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. Man, you just jump right in like that. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, I mean, you know, I, that's me right on top of things, Rose. The, the words are coming out of are still coming out of my mouth, and you're already answering me. Okay, I'm not a drinker, and one of the very first lines of that song is, "I bet you drink your martinis dry." Do you know what that means? I've never understood that. I, I don't know because I don't drink martinis. Well, I mean, I've heard people say, "Well, I just want, I want a blah 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 dry." I'm going, okay, it's a drink. How can it be dry? You know, you're gonna put sawdust in it, and you know, and, you know, or like, or like, you know, cat litter, and soak up all the, the alcohol, and you're just gonna like, you know, you know, like eat the junk, like dry. I don't know. I've never understood that. Uh, here, hold on a minute. Maybe, you know, we'll 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 ask the all omniscient Google and see what uh, what is what I should have. You know what I should put. I should put Alexa back in the studio. Remember I had Alexa in the studio at KSOQ? Yes, I do. And I would ask Alexa questions, and she would give me goofy answers. What does it mean, dry martini? Okay? And it says, dry. Ordering your martini dry has become de de jour amongst today's drinkers, but it's martini terminology that many drinkers don't fully comprehend. Dry indicates with very little vermouth has been added to the drink, so the gin base is the primary focus of the cocktail. Does that make any sense to you? No, but neither does um, the fine wines. What do you mean? You know how they have the bouquet and you smell it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, Take man. a little taste. Oh, I don't understand oh, don't, all that. Don't, don't get me going on that. I've, I've people <laughs> that I know who are wine nerds, and I'll always give them grief because I'll say things like, oh, man, I had the best little Debbie's this morning. It had an excellent mouthfeel, and oh, the finish on it was just marvelous. You know, because they always talk, well, it has 
excellent mouthfeel and has that oaky taste to it and you can you can almost tell that the barrels that the you know that or whatever it was or the you know the wine was like you know they used pvc tubing uh you know and it went down uh, a chute and the chute was made out of magnesium oh you can taste that in the wine Oh yeah, right. You know, it's like, yeah, I got nothing. It's like, you know, you could probably. I mean, unless someone is like, I think I told you the story that I know not one but two people. I don't. They're probably retired by now. Uh, that used to work at, uh, or maybe still do. I don't know. At Anheuser Busch, who were the official tasters. Do you ever? Did I ever tell you that about how they do that? Like, I think it's like two or three times a week. And they want to keep the beers consistent among all the breweries. So they fly in samples from all the different breweries of like Bud Light and Bud and the whole bit. And then this table of people, they've got a special room built for them down at the brewery. They sit around and they blind taste test the stuff. They don't really know what's what because they get little samples of it. It just has like a number on the bottle or a little whatever it is, like a you know flask or something. I don't know. And what they do is they have an iPad. And they sit around and they drink this beer and then they rate it and and they make comments about it. And because of the fact that they don't know which brewery it comes from, if like, let's say five or six of the testers all say that sample number 62, which turns out to be from, you know, the brewery in wherever, Florida, um, tastes a little bit different, then they go investigate and they, they go like, okay, what's going on down in Florida? What do they do? Did they change, you know, uh, you know, provider of hops? Or did they, you know, clean out the, the, the tanks? Did they not put it in so many hours? Whatever, stuff like that. Thinking to myself, damn. But, I mean, wouldn't you almost hate that, you know, being that, that having that good a taste because of the fact that, like, then when you eat food, like, you could tell, like, what's really bad and what's good? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> you know, to the point Yeah, where, actually, you're supposed to put lime sherbet on there to, between your different courses. Lime sherbet? You're supposed sherbet? to eat lime sherbet because it cleanses your palate. Yeah, but I don't even know about that. I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, <laughs> I shouldn't tell this story. <laughs> we had a boss when I was working at the original KSOQ. We had a boss that claimed that he could hear, and he, and he was also our morning guy. Yeah, I'll mention his name because he's he's unfortunately passed away. Bill Bailey, and Bill Bailey talked about I can I can hear a, a quarter dB at eighteen thousand hertz. Okay, first off, the human ear can't. Most people can't even hear eighteen thousand hertz. You know, dogs can hear eighteen thousand hertz. Uh, you know, but most humans can't, and especially as you get older, it's just a fact of aging that you start start to lose your high-frequency response. Part of it is aging. Part of it is the fact that you're exposed to noise through the years, and your ears just sort of are not as good as they used to be. So he used to call the chief engineer, uh, who was a friend of mine, and he'd be on the air in the morning, and he'd go, uh, Jeff, uh, there's a little, there's a proud of 2% distortion in the left channel. Uh, can you go down to the transmitter site and uh, fix that? So, you know, for a long time, Jeff used to get up out of bed, go down to the transmitter site, which was downtown. We were on top of the old Boatman's Bank building, which is now the Marquette building, which is now a condo building. And he'd, you know, adjust and make changes. So finally, Jeff got to the point where we're going like, this guy's nuts. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So, so <laughs> Bill would call him in the morning like, you know, Jeff, I noticed the right channel is out of balance a little bit from the left. And I can detect a quarter dB of difference. 
And Jeff said, oh, okay, Bill, let me get dressed and I'll head down there right now. And Jeff would just roll over and go back to sleep. <laughs> so that was funny was he'd show up at the office like, you know, later that morning, like nine, ten o'clock. And Bill would seem and Jeff, uh, you know, uh, excellent job on adjusting uh, the uh, Optimod. Uh, you were down there at about uh, 745, right? Oh, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Bill, I was there. Yeah, man, you know, spent, you know, spent about an hour down there working. OK, great, great, great job. Great job. And he was in bed at home. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, but it was BS. Nobody can hear that. You know, I mean, it's, it's once again, and sometimes you hear these sort of the wine people that can say, well, I can taste, you know, I can t- taste blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. You know, don't, don't be a snob. You know, I mean, I have, I have people that I know that go, well, I'd never drink Missouri wine. Okay, why is that? Oh, oh, it's just not very good. Okay, whatever. You know? To me, the cheaper. Now, that's funny because my bonus daughter, Kimmy, who's in New Orleans, and she is a drinker and she's a wine drinker. She has she actually comes up to Missouri and ships her wine back home because she loves it. But this so much. I think that's part of the snobbery stuff. You know what I mean? It would be like me saying, well, I don't eat hamburgers from McDonald's in St. Louis because they're not as good as the ones from Chicago. Chicago, you know, hamburgers are better than McDonald's. It's like that's the same stuff. You know what I mean? Probably comes out of the same meat packing plant, you know, and the, the buns probably, you know, maybe there's different bakeries. But still, you know, McDonald's spends buku bucks on the fact that when you munch down on a Big Mac in Miami, it's the same Big Mac you munch down in Seattle, although they're trying to get Big Macs outlawed in Seattle. But that's all another story. Did you know about that? I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff. Who'd want to live in Seattle? You know, those people, you know it's what? It's like Wyoming. Who lives in Wyoming? Oh, I can see Wyoming. But the problem with Wyoming is, is that it's the same problem that a lot of the western states, uh, or you know, to the east of Cal, excuse me, the east of California are having, that all the California people are abandoning. I mean, it's what's happened in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is like the refugee spot for all the California people that have had enough of California, but yet they still want to be like California, you know? If they still want to have like, a, you know, the hipsters and stuff like that. Jeez, I can remember years ago, I went, God, a long time ago, like 40 years ago, I was offered a job there by my old boss in Austin. And at the time, Austin was like, you know, you see guys walking around town in cowboy hats and stuff like that. You don't see that anymore. There's all hipsters. It's like all all the, you know, the, the California, you know, and there's a lot of technology companies moving there. It's like, it's like... It's like, you know, uh, uh, Silicon Valley East. You know what I mean? Silicon Valley East? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, Silicon Valley is out in the West. It's out in California. It's in the San Francisco area. And it's like the East version of that. You know? It's just okay. like, just like you know, Forestel's turning into Sage West. Forestel. <laughs> <laughs> it's turning into something. I'm kidding. <laughs> It's all, 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 all 55 people that live in Forestell will now protest me. It's, it's 643. Westplex 107.1 is BS in the Morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Web address is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, also, uh, you can check out our own morning show address website, which is bsinthemorning.show, not a dot com. You'll get those, uh, those posers in, uh, in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Uh, we are the real deal. BS in the Morning. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about something yesterday that you got all upset about, all upset and got your, you know, your uh, underwear in a bind and um, you don't even talk about it anymore. It's like didn't even happen. Okay, why did you bring it up again? Because I think it's funny because you were like, I 
I'm, I'm not going to be a part of that if that's, if that's what you're going to do. You got really adamant. Did I say that on the air, or was this in a conversation between you and I? Both. You got really upset at me about something when we first started the show. That's and, because you, I was a second choice. No, no, no. That's no. why I got upset. No, no. It has nothing to do with that. Well, actually, you, oh. were, the, you were the Well, fifth. I don't remember getting upset with you over anything else. You were the fifth choice, but that's we won't talk about that. <laughs> okay, bite me. No. It, our logo. Remember how you got all upset about it? Our logo, Our logo. For, for the B- KSLQ logo or the Westplex 1071 logo? BS the Morning Dot Show logo, okay? You know how you got all upset about it, remember? That was months ago. Oh, no, that was like over a year ago. You got yeah. all upset about yeah. it. Yeah. Right, right. You got upset about it. Well, yeah. Do you remember why? I know exactly why. <laughs> and, and then you just dropped it, but I never changed it. I know that. <laughs> Our logo designer... You know, sometimes when you're dealing with creative people, sometimes it's just better to say, okay, this is my big, you know, big vision for what this was supposed to look like or sound like or whatever, whatever you're doing. And in logos, I essentially said this guy, I said, hey, here's what I want. Have fun with it. You know, so he asked me a question. Well, what exactly is this? It's a morning show where, you know, my name's Brad, her name's Shelly, but yet, you know, we get on the air and it's all BS. So he sends back the logo and at first I looked at it and I go like, no, that's not what I think it is. And I even, I even emailed him back. Hey, is that the mm-hmm-hmm-hmm uh, between the B and the S? Oh, yeah, yeah. You told me to be creative, so that's what I did. I put in the mm-hmm-hmm-hmm between the B and the S. Okay. Yeah, and you never mentioned it since. You were upset for like a week. I'm not. I'm, I was, and I'm. Not, I'm not going to be a part of that show that's having a, uh, uh, you know, emoji as part of our logo. And now nobody notices it. Nobody even sees it anymore. Nobody. Well, thank e- you for bringing it up to point it out. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, so what was the point of this? <laughs> Is that you dug your heels in and then you just forgot about it? I didn't forget about it. So I it, let you win. It, There's a difference. It weighs upon your mind every day. That's what you're telling me. Every day you wake up and go, oh, my God, we got a logo that's got a... No, mm-hmm, it doesn't bother me at all. It. it does on some level, but... Does anybody ever... You weren't going to change it. Does anybody ever say, say anything to you yes, about... Yes, as a matter of fact, they do. No, they do not. Yes, they do. When's the last time somebody even said... You got to look at it with a... A couple with, weeks ago. With a, with a, with a, you know, with a microscope or with a magnifying no, glass to see it. You know it's there. Yeah, no, I I know it's there because I know where it's at. But but most people look at it, hey, whatever. You know, I mean, like if you said to most people, "Hey, the FedEx logo, do you see the arrow in there?" And people would go like, "What? There's an arrow in the FedEx logo? Did they just do that? Is that something new?" Because they don't see it. It doesn't. You know, it's one of those things. It's sort of like a optical illusion, and they go like. Well, FedEx, well, how's their arrow? I don't know. It just says FedEx, doesn't it? Yeah, but if you look carefully, there's an arrow in there. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Right? Okay, you feel better? <laughs> it's 6.58. How dare you? How dare you? I'm sorry, I just had to do that. She dared us to love. <laughs> it just kind of gets day started, doesn't it? Oh, man, I love her. Greta Thornburg, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I, you know, when I was that age, 
if there would have been, like, it would never been me, but there were some smart people I went to school with, but they'd go like, kid, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Go back to high school, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, what do you know? You're dummy. You need to go to college first and get your bachelor's and your master's and PhD, and then you can come tell us what's going on with the world. But until then, shut up, right? <laughs> Oh my, you know, I had, I had a discussion with somebody yesterday and the the question was, what do you, what have you done a 180 with as far as your views that when you were younger, now that you're older? And I said, oh, that's an easy one. College. (laughs) And they went, what? You're so bad. Stop it. And they go, they go like, well, don't you have a master's degree? Yep. And, you know, was working toward another bachelor's degree. And at one point in time, tried to go back to law school. And I go, now I look back and think to myself, what a waste. What a waste. Who cares? You know, Tiffany is just the opposite. She um, actually qualified when she graduated. She qualified for the A-plus program. Yeah. But she really didn't know what she wanted to do because she wanted to be a pop star because she's quite talented. Right. And so she tried to, you know, make music as her major, but she didn't like it because they made her learn Italian songs. So that wasn't whoa, 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 her thing. Whoa, whoa, so whoa, I told her, whoa, 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 I'm who, like, whoa, hold on a minute. Who, who, who made her learn Italian songs? It's part of the music program, degree program over at Skakaka. In, in, in St. Charles County, at Skakaka, yes. they're making you learn Italian songs? Yeah, it's it's about the appreciation of everything music. Well, but see, you're making my point with the whole uh, deal with with college. That's not true. I mean, it teaches yes. vocal range. Oh my it God. teaches you, you, you know, to like woman up every time something doesn't go your way. Okay, I I here here's here's my examples of things. Okay, you got Tiger Woods, who's an incredible golfer, right? And yeah. you, you got guys who are going out who are, you know, they call them duffers. They're not very good. But yet they're going out, well, I'm going to go buy myself a new set of, you know, XYZ irons and ABC woods. And the woods cost me $3,000 and the irons cost me $12,000. And I'm going to have them custom fitted with custom grips to improve my game. Okay. Tiger Woods could go out on the golf course with a set of kids clubs that he bought at Wally World for $69 and still probably shoot par. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's some yes, people that just have just have that talent. It's just like there's this thing called, there's this movie, and you can watch part of the movie. There's a trailer of the movie. You know who Jack White is? Uh, a lot, you know, it's interesting. He's, he's like one of the uh, Rolling Stone uh, magazine's top 100 guitarists. He used to be... Um, that he doesn't have a lot of mainstream stuff. We played, I think we still might play it in KSOQ. Um, it's called uh, The Rock and Tours. That's the name of the group he was in. Um, and uh, he's done a thing like with, I think it was his sister or something like that, called The White Stripes. And she was the drummer and he was a guitar player. Anyway, he's this incredibly talented guitarist. And in this movie, they follow all these guitarists. And at one point in time, he makes a guitar. He gets a couple pieces of wood and hammers them together and gets like some some wire from like some, you know, fence wire or something like that and sticks a Coca-Cola bottle, you know, as like, a, you know, part of the guitar and plays it. OK. And I'm going like, OK, the guy is just damn good. I mean, and he never went to college. He never worn, you know, I shouldn't say that. He might have. I don't know. But he never, you know, learned chromatic scales and blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, but see, this is the difference between your daughter 
when she went to scuckuckuckuck back in the day and now that she's a nurse. And this is what I keep saying. If there's a profession that you want to get into, that you have to have the education, teacher, nursing, attorney, um, you know, engineering, you have to, you know, like a lot, if you work for an engineering firm, like be it mechanical, electrical, uh, you know, whatever, you have to have an engineering degree. I get it. I get that. But if you're going to go into like, you know, being a singer or like me, a radio guy, what a waste of money and time I, I did going to school. What a waste. See, I disagree. Waste. Even Tiffany, I mean, we had this conversation the other day and even Tiffany said, I said, so are you glad I put you through hair school? Because I told her that if she wasn't going to go to school, she was going to earn a vocation because there's a lot of talented unemployed or employed waiters and waitresses out there. Very talented. So anyway, so she decided to go to hair school. She just wasn't in the RN, you know, um, I, I it wasn't it. in her heart then. And, and, but and, she said that she wished she would have actually used that money and taken advantage of getting a degree. Oh, well, look, if I had to do it over again, I'd, I'd get my bachelor's degree and then I'd go, I'd, I'd go to law school. I mean, because, you know, I mean, you know, you get a law degree, you can do, you know, yeah, you can practice law. I mean, it's to the point where, don't get me going on this because I get mad about this because you know my situation with someone in yes, my family. Yes, I do. So just don't even <laughs> go there. I mean, I could, I could, if I had a law degree right now, I could say on the air this very moment, hey, do you have a ticket? You get a ticket? I can help you with that. Call me. Here's my number. When I got off the air at 830, I'll take care of that for you. And just send me 100 bucks, and I'll make it go away. Okay? And I'd probably have eh, three, four, five people call me up. Hey, man, can you really do that for $100? I got a speeding ticket. Yeah. Send me the ticket. I'll take care of it for you. You know, and I, it, I, I may have to come back to you for maybe a little court cost, something like that. But you know what? 100 bucks should do it. And nine times out of ten, $100, take care of it for you. Okay, man, I'll send you 100 bucks. So I get off the air, you know, I make $500, you know? I mean, like right now, if I said, hey, when I get off the air, I'll record a commercial for you. I'll do a video for you. I'll do social media posts and I'll only charge you 10 bucks. And somebody go, 10 bucks? My brother-in-law can do that for free. Why should I pay you 10 bucks? Because everybody can do it. That's the whole thing. Because it doesn't take a degree. It doesn't take a license. You don't have to get the, you know, you don't have to go and take the bar exam. You don't have to have, a, you know, a license from the state of Missouri to practice law. Same thing with a doctor. You know, I mean, like, you know, if, if you said to me, oh, man, I got this problem in my elbow. Hey, Shelly, I can take care of that for you. You know, you know, meet me in the parking lot at Wally World and I'll fix that elbow for you. You know, and I got my, I got my sutures and I got my scalpels and, and, you know, it might be a little bit of blood, but hey, it's in the parking lot. No big deal. You know, I'll get y'all fixed up. Right. Okay. If I got caught doing that, I'd be in jail for practicing medicine without a license. Right. Is that the penalty? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You, oh, I don't, I didn't you get, know. Oh, if, yeah. They, they, they throw some of these guys in jail. The guys that are like the, you know, the charlatans. We talked, remember, you didn't believe me when I told that story about the lady who got arrested, ultimately, that she came into town and she rented a room at the Marriott right across in the airport and she advertised on Craigslist or something like that. She'd do butt injections. You know, she, hey, you want, yeah, hey, ladies, you want a big butt? Like, like, uh, you know, what's her name? Kim Kardashian? It's called a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> Whatever. You want a big butt? I, I'll, I'll do it. So these women showed up at the hotel room and she's injecting, you know, like, you know, like silicone that she got at Home Depot. And one of the ladies died. You know, I mean, it's, once again, it's like. Well, that was her bad. That was shame on her. Shame on who? The lady who died? No. 
the lady who was doing it. Yeah, but how dumb do you have to be? I mean, like, I'm thinking to myself, hey, you know, I, I'm not a woman. And, you know, quite honestly, I'm very happy with my butt at this point in my life because I still have one. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> TMI. But, but, you know, the idea of being is that I, I you know, if I'm going to go see somebody for health thing, I want to make sure they got the sheepskin on the wall. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that diploma. Oh, you want them to have a degree. But that's different. So their degree wasn't completely useless. Shelly, read my lips. I said that there are degrees. I mentioned doctors, lawyers, nurses. You have to have that education in order to. There's a licensure issue where you have to have that before you can do it. And once again, teachers, okay? Some of the best teachers I know don't teach and don't have a teacher's degree. Some of the worst teachers I know have a teacher's degree and have their teaching certificate. And they're horrible at it. But yet, well, I went to school and I got my teacher's degree so I can teach. And I'll work 30 years and then I'll retire and I'll live the rest of my life on my pension. Hello? Do you feel better again? <laughs> it's just like... Boy, nothing is sacred. You're just cutting a wide swath today, it's sir. It's just like yesterday. Okay, I get the hankering. You know, don't you like that word? It's a word you don't hear too much anymore. You watch some of the old cowboy movies. I, I use it. I got yeah. the hankering for. I got the hankering for chicken, Okay. And I'm driving along I-70, I'm out by the airport, and I go, oh, there's a Canes down at the old Northwest Plaza there at 70 Lindbergh. So I get off at, you know, Lindbergh, go south of Lindbergh, go east and St. Charles Rock Road, pull into the parking lot, it's closed. And the sign at the drive-thru says, closed for Labor Day. I'm going, what? You're closed? Come on. I bet the ones out in St. Charles weren't closed. Well, I'm going like, I don't get, and see... It's like the other thing, okay? I listened to Adam Carolla, and we just had one, and we just had a, a, a holiday weekend. And he talked about, he talks about first world problems all the time, okay? Third world, yeah. third world problems are like, you're like in some, you know, godforsaken country where there's no plumbing, there's no electricity, there's no, there's no, you know, there's no nothing. You know, you're like, you know, basically laying on the ground outside, you know, with a tent over your head, you know, and that's life for you. You know, you got to go out and, you know, and go and kill a muskrat to eat dinner and, you know, that kind of stuff. And first world problems. He talks about this all the time. Okay, it's really funny. He talked about, you know what a first world problem is? Have no, but he is an example of a first world problem. Okay, having to hire a company to break your agreement with your timeshare company. That's true. Now think about first that world for, problem. Right, first world problem is you got money to buy a timeshare, you know, and and you know, and how bad is it that every year you ha you know you go someplace to vacation and timeshare, and then at some point in time, oh, I don't want to do that anymore, and you try to get rid of your timeshare, and you realize that not only are you stuck with it for the rest of your life, your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' 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 kids, kids, kids inherit that timeshare, and there's nobody can ever get out of it. It's like you know, it's like it's like the world's most most uh, inclusive. Uh, and an onerous uh, legal uh, uh, you know agreement you can ever get involved with you, you just like it's like it's like you know you think getting divorced is tough try to get rid of a timeshare it's almost impossible and you know yeah, he, it is. He, and he talks about the fact one of the things is one of the first world issues is people who go like on Friday of a three-day weekend oh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take off at noon and he'll say like and I agree 100% with him hey you already got three days off why in the world do you need to take off? And well, it's three day weekend. Got to take off at noon. Or I'm gonna take Friday off too. I'm gonna take Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. 
And his point is like, okay, first world problem. You know, I mean, you're doing so well in this country that everybody's complaining about that you can just take four days off in a row. Four days off. Yeah, because you already get a holiday. You know, once again, to me, like Labor Day. Okay, I'm going to say this, and I know my union brethren will get upset with me. Once upon a time, I was in two unions. Like, what a joke. Labor Day. Okay, think about that. That would be like saying, hey, it's Musicians Appreciation Day, but no musicians can play any music today. You're like, no, hold on a minute now. Like, if you're appreciation, appreciating musicians, isn't that a day when musicians should be, like, playing their instruments and, like, you know, and like, wow, it's our mu- music, mu- you know, musicians appreciation day. But yet... Labor Day is to represent all the people in the nation that the nation running. No, it's labor. You know, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's labor meaning not you know, white collar people sitting in an office somewhere. It's guys busting their hump out, you know, hammering two by fours and, you know, and smearing concrete and, 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 you know, wiring, you know, uh, receptacles, all the the essential people that were working during COVID. Well, some were, some weren't a lot of construction guys got laid off. You know, some people made banks, some people lost everything they had. The the point, the point I'm making is, is that, that did did we really celebrate those guys yesterday? No, we had we had rallies where you know Kim Gardner was there and Cory Bush and you know and 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 it's like okay whatever you know I mean like I to me like politicians when Labor Day comes around they should go in hibernation because they ain't labor you know what I mean they got the cush job they're sitting in an office somewhere you know they got like you know like the deal with Steve Stenger the guy used to be county executive. Uh, I used to go down to Clayton all the time and right in front of the Clayton um, uh, executive building right there where, you know, you pay your taxes in the bottom floor. Used to be parking space. You could pull right up in front of there. Well, then when Steve Stenger gets elected, no, they take those parking spaces away because that's where his unmarked, you know, black Tahoe police cars that chauffeur him around the same, you know, the area. They pick him up at the door and drive him all over the place. It's like, you know, once again. That's 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 a privilege that I don't think that guy should have. Why can't he put his car and why can't he drive himself to work and park across the street in a parking lot, you know, or pay, you know, 50 bucks a month at the parking garage, whatever it is, or feed quarters into the meter, you know, on Central? Why does he get, you know, the the you know, the the, the place right outside the door and a county police officer to drive him around in a vehicle that you and I paid for with tax dollars? I think that's wrong. And see so many things. Like, once again, the politicians, oh, we're celebrating Labor Day. Yeah, like you've ever swung a hammer. Like you've ever, you know, cut a board with a with a circular saw. Like you've ever, you know, laid a form to put concrete down. Yeah, right. I have. Yeah, but you're but you're but that's the point being is that you're not one of those people. You're not one of the politicians who's like, Oh, well, Labor Day, it's great, we love it, blah 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 blah. You know, it's like it's like how many how many times do you think, you know, somebody like all the people that, you know, work in St. Louis County and St. Louis City as politicians, they're county executives and things like that, how many times do you think that they've cleaned out a toilet with a plunger, you know, or are are, you know, had to had to dig up something in their yard, you know, or are, you know, that they had got up in a roof and fixed you know a vent that that you know that the wind blew over and stuff like that never you know they don't know anything about that and they don't care because you know it's like oh well, i'll just hire somebody to do that labor but yet they celebrate labor day i don't get it well we have a young gentleman because we're not spring chickens anymore and we have a young gentleman his name is parker zollner and he has been doing a lot of things around the house for us he does our lawn 
I mean, and he's he's right on top of it. He's like our assistant. Here. But see, but see, you're different in that you. Thank you, Brad. Well, no, no, you're different in that you had a job where it was, and I say this sometimes, and people don't quite understand this, but it's called a craft job. You know what I'm talking about? A craft meaning I do. electrician, plumber, carpenter. Yeah. It's, it's called the electronics cra- technician. Yeah. Well, yeah, ta- yeah, I get. I, yes, you could say that. You craft. better put that in well, there. But, but you worked with your hands. You know, I tell people sometimes, and every once in a while, Shelly will say, you know, somebody will say to me, what does she know about radio? And I go, what does she know about radio? How many women do you know are certified timer, tower climbers? And they'll go like, what? <laughs> I go, and I'll go, yeah, Shelly's a certified tower climber. Yeah, right. Okay, go ahead, say it. I am. Yes, that's the point. I was certified by Gravitech. <laughs> oh, right, you're a certified tower climber. And people yeah. would go like, she's a certified tower climber? Yep, she's a certified tower climber. Now, people really ask you that? Well, <laughs> because do they? No, I mean, I mean, but I've had well, people. They, they must. Well, but see, but see, what's interesting is, is our profession, you know, the radio business is to the point where, you know, you can almost teach a trained monkey to do it. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> well, no, what I'm saying is that I'm the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the biggest trade, I'm the biggest trade trained monkey of them all. You know what I mean? And and because of that, because of that, you trained can't, monkey. You Thank can't, you, Brad. You can't make any money at it because you know every. Oh, it's just like right now. Okay, how many times a day does somebody say to you, "Well, I'm going to be doing a podcast soon," or "I'm doing a podcast"? Okay, who is going to listen to all these podcasts? You know what I mean? I mean, like people listen to the things that you the strangest things. I get it. It's like me on TikTok, you know, like or me on Facebook, you know, not necessarily Facebook, but like on YouTube. I mean, I watch weird videos of guys doing things that I never thought they'd do, you know, like how to do this, how to how to string a guitar. You know, it's like, okay, you know, how to do it. But, you know, the point being is it's supply and demand. It's like the situation you talked about, you know, that your daughter wanted to be a singer. Well, guess what? Yeah, she did. She was, a, she's still a singer. She's well, but, but exceptional. Actually, she the wanted to do that. The pipes. She wanted to do that full time. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to be like the next Britney Spears, right? That's what she, she ultimately did. Wanted to be. Actually, okay. Kelly Clarkson. But I yes. get it. You know, I get it. But yet, there's only one Kelly Clarkson. And if it wasn't far, far, um, far, and I don't mean this, this, you know, this, this, you know, uh, uh, as, as a diss, but if it wasn't for American Idol, Kelly Clarkson would probably still be waiting tables somewhere. Now, yep. I don't, I don't mean like that. Like I said, there's a lot of very talented. That's the, waiters and waitresses. That's my point. She's an incredibly talented woman. Look at the longevity she's had. I mean, like what American Idol? What the other day we figured out it's like what she she, she won. actually went twice. Well, but I mean, eighteen years ago. No, no, she she won the first time because she was the first season. She didn't go twice. No, I'm talking about Tiffany. Oh, oh, okay. But but you know, like she actually tried out for American Idol no, twice. I, but you, I get what you're saying, and there were tremendously talented people there. And yeah, 99.9% of the tremendously talented people that tried out for American Idol never made it past the auditions where it's not even the American Idol judges. It's just Joe Smith and, you know, Jimmy Bill and, and yeah. Jill. Tiffany made it to the second round. I understand, but still. She did that for The Voice as well. She made it to the second round. But was she in front of the judges' judges? She was like in front of just like producers. The producer. second round, Yes. On, in what in in American Idol? Not the not the ones that are on TV, but the that, ones that are in the background. But that's the, yeah. That's, on American Idol, she, when she made the second round, those were actual judges from the show. No, they weren't the people on TV. That's my point. No, there weren't. They weren't the people on TV. That's my point. 
My point, most people never made it past to the, I mean, the auditions you see, like, you know, where you see the American, I mean, those people have gone through what, three levels of, of three or four levels of audition before they get the three. audition in front of the, the actual judges on the show, not, you know, Joe Judge yep. and... And the, the third are the judges. Right, right, right. So in other yeah. words, they've already weeded, you know, how many, how many gazillion people out. And, you know, once again, it's sad. Now, the sad part of it is, you and I know this all the time, talking to Caleb Hunter and people like that, how many people are going like, well, I'm a waiter right now, but I really want to be an electrician. There's probably a lot of them. I'm going to find them out because he needs to have some. He's looking for uh, some skilled uh, electricians to bring on to his staff and also um, apprentices. Well, once again, look at Caleb Hunter. I, I hold him out as an example. I hold him out as an example of a guy. He is an example. Well, no. I mean, a guy who, you know, got, went to got the education. Worked as an electrician, worked for a company. Him and his partner decided, hey, we can do this better. And between, since you and I have known him, we've saw, we've seen the extreme electrical company just explode. And, you know, and they keep, you know, outgrowing their place. They're a new place. You know, you know 12 months later, they're in another new place because they're, you know, I've outgrown it. And once again, two guys, you know, hard workers, dream, goal, vision, and they're doing great. But yet... It's one of those things where if Caleb decided he wanted to be the next, you know, uh, rock guitarist for Van Halen, he probably wouldn't be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Well, everybody's got to have a job when they're following their dream. <laughs> you can't live on no, dreams alone. That's the problem. Because what you do is it's go read the book Think and Grow Rich. Think and grow rich. Yeah, there, I tried that. There's it just one, wasn't my thing. There's one chapter in the book, and they talk about you know they talk about this 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 uh, a group of 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 warriors who are going to attack another country, and they you know they use the boats and they land on the on the on the shore of this uh, this uh, the country they're attacking, and the commander says burn the boats, and all the guys go oh what burn the boats, and the idea being is they have no retreat, they're there. They came to another foreign country to attack and, you know, and hopefully win the, this war against this other people. A captive audience. No, not a captive audience. They have no fallback position. They either win or they die. They either, they either succeed or they fail. There's no, there's no gray. They're either, you know, they're either warriors, champ, warrior champions, or they're, they're pushing up daisies. One of the two. There's no in-between. That's the difference. People who will, who will take that ultimate plunge and essentially say, it's just like, I mean, like, remember, read the story. Was it yesterday? We talked about Dan Rowan of Rowan and Martin, the Laugh-In show. About, yeah. I'm going to read that again. That amazes me. Okay. 7.30. Westplex 107.1. And I play that because, to me, it's still summer. I don't care whatever people say that yesterday was the end of summer. And no, it's not. And it's, it's still still summer. Now, we're going to have weather here in a minute. But I, <laughs> I, have, I have places on my phone. Do you, do, you, do you track places on your phone with weather? No. Okay. Let me give I you Alexa. Let me give you what's on my phone. Okay. I've got different cities and there's reason for each one of these cities. Okay. I'm gonna go through my cities on my phone. Santa Clara, it's mostly cloudy in sixty four right now. Okay. New York, mostly cloudy in seventy two. Washington, sunny in seventy, and that's Washington, Missouri. Uh St. Louis, sunny in seventy two. Kansas City, cloudy in sixty one. Anchorage, Alaska. Anchorage, Alaska, partly cloudy and 56. These are all current conditions. 
Mobile, Alabama, partly cloudy and 75. And Mobile is a beautiful city. I mean, a lot of people in Mobile, Alabama, it's in the south. Beautiful city right there in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, Pensacola, another beautiful city. Gulf of Mexico, mostly sunny, 79 right now. Paradise. And it's interesting, you know. Nobody knows where Paradise is. Uh, and it says right underneath Paradise, unhealthy air quality for sensitive groups. <laughs> That's what's going on in Paradise. You know where Paradise is? No. It's actually unincorporated part of Las Vegas. When you're on the strip, on the new part of the strip, That's on the right, southern end of the strip. I've heard that. Yes. It, you're not in the city of Las Vegas anymore. You're in what they call a CDP, a census-designated place called Paradise. There's a couple of them. There's Paradise, there's Winchester, and there's another one. And once upon a time, these were all small little cities that essentially, um, you know, disincorporated and became unincorporated parts of Clark County, which is most of the big uh, attractions in Las Vegas. Once you get south of the stratosphere on the Strip, uh, almost everything is outside of Las Vegas, and it's Paradise. And right now, it's 88, unhealthy air quality for sensitive groups. Hmm, not good. Okay, now, next one. Memphis, mostly sunny and 70. Next one, Los Angeles, cloudy and 72. Denver, are you ready for this? It's 30, 36 degrees. It's raining, and there is a uh, 7 o'clock for them. There is a 80% chance of rain and snow. Uh, 8 o'clock, 40%. 9 o'clock, 30%. And there could be accumulation now. The high today is only supposed to be, uh, the high today is only supposed to be 37 and yet, tomorrow, it's supposed to be 44. Thursday, it's supposed to be 53. Friday, it's supposed to be 71. Saturday, 76. Sunday, 82. Monday, 86. Is that bizarre or what? And it's like, just like St. Louis. Well, and over the weekend, I think they hit 100. I think it was like 99 or 100 in, over the weekend. That. It's like, okay. You know, I mean, and, and you know what? I don't quite understand... You know, so many people are moving like to the south and the southwest. You know, they're moving, you know, you know, to Florida. They're moving out to Arizona or New Mexico or Southern California because of the weather and the whole bit. Why would you move to Denver? I mean, it snows all the time. You know? Why would you move to Denver when you have Grand Junction? Uh, you've been. To, you've never been to Grand Junction, have you? I've been to Grand. I, Grand no, I haven't. I've but been there my, several times. Um, my my uh, stepdaddy's kids. Um, he was the, actually the city administrator for Grand Junction. Well, trust me, Grand Junction is a beautiful city, but you ain't missing much by not living in Grand Junction. I mean, it's on the western slope, and it's beautiful, and, you know, it's just like a, an amazing place. But I wouldn't want to live there because once you get west of Denver, I mean, you know, take it from a guy who's driven it several times. I've driven from St. Louis all the way out to the west coast and back several times, okay? Some of the most, I mean... I, I, I want to do it again before I kick the bucket. You know, I want to do it again before I'm 86. I'm 85 now. But anyway, the drive between Denver and Las Vegas is the most amazing drive you will ever have. And I told the story years and years and years ago. On July 4th, I, I took out of Denver at 6 o'clock in the morning. July 4th, okay? Middle of the summer, right? Um, I left Denver at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's probably, you know, 60, 65 degrees, nice morning. Once I got up into the Rockies, I got up into where the Eisenhower Tunnel is, you know where that's at. Um, snowstorm. I mean, blinding snow. 
to the point where at one point in time it was so bad I had to pull off and went into this little town somewhere and went into a little quickie mart and I walk in my shorts and a t-shirt snowing and I say to the guy, I well, said, oh. you must be a visitor, a tourist. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I even said to him, I said, oh, says, oh, this is unusual even for us. Okay, so then you drive, you go down the western slope. The western slope's beautiful. You go through western Colorado. Then you pick up Utah, which is just unbelievable. And then you start ahead. You then I-70 ends out there somewhere in Utah. And you pick up 15, and 15 takes you to the southwest, and you're cutting through Utah. And then you cut across part of Arizona, and then you hit Las Vegas. Okay, so I start out in the morning on July 4th, um, and it's 60 degrees. I go through a snowstorm in the Rockies. I hit Las Vegas, and it's 110. And I'm going like, only in America. You know what I mean? <laughs> only in America can you have a 12-hour drive. And it was almost exactly 12 hours. I think I stopped for lunch, you know, like 20 minutes or something like that. But for the most part, I drove straight through from Denver uh, to Las Vegas. 12 hours, and I went through. Nice, you know, high, you know, uh, high plains, Denver. Because, you know, the, the misinterpretation, everybody thinks Denver's actually in the Rockies. Actually, it's just east of the Rockies. Uh, when you leave Denver and head west, then you go up in the Rockies. You know, went through a snowstorm, went through beautiful weather in western Colorado, and then, you know, then when I hit Las Vegas, it was 110. It's like, man, talk about, talk about, you know, extremes. And, and, and there were spots. There's a spot. And, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, you need to do this. You need to, even if it's to the point where if you fly to Denver, and you can do it relatively inexpensively with Southwest, fly to Denver. Rent a one-way car. The only downside is renting one-way cars is usually expensive. They usually nail you like 500 bucks just for like a one-way car minus what are on top of that, whatever you pay for the daily rental. Rent a one-way car, go from drive from Denver to Las Vegas, and then just fly back. And I'm telling you, it will be one of the most memorable days of your life if you just do it in one day. Let's say you fly into Denver on Friday afternoon, rent a car. You, you know, you fly, you know, you rent a car and you drive, you know, early Saturday morning, you know, leave Denver six o'clock, be in Las Vegas at six o'clock, um, you know, go out to eat in Las Vegas, take a flight back the next morning and it will it will stay in your memory for the rest of your life. I'm telling you. And Unless you have to have a 14-day quarantine before you can get out. No, nah, they don't have that in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I mean, you don't La- think so? No, no. They've had problems. I know Hawaii has it, and I know that some of the states over here in in the United States were um, touting well, that as well. Well, I tried to drive to Hawaii once, and I didn't have enough air in my tire, so I never made it. So I wouldn't know about that. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> You and your rubber ducky. You, you always bring up things like, here I'm talking about driving. Well, you, you couldn't do that in, in to Hawaii. Yeah, right. I couldn't drive to Hawaii. You're very good, Shelly. You're right on top of that. I was talking about airfare, and you know it. Stop it. Just wait. Am I going to see you today, Brad? No, you're not going to see me at all today. I think I really need to see you today. No. Exactly. Sorry. The best of Shelly. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. What does the fox say? (laughs) That one never gets old. I think it's cute. (laughs) I was like, I had a cute moment. (laughs) It is 7:45. Westplex 107.1 S01666, and you're probably saying, "What's that?" Right? You're saying that. What's that, Shelly? What's that? That's probably the number that you have plugged in to uh, play the play the song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I got feedback on the song I af- I added yesterday. We played on the air. Remember, it's a hit. 
I think it's a lovely song. I heard it on Q. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, what top thirty now. It's like thirty four, thirty five, something like that. It's uh, by a group of three women called Avenue Beat, and we're playing the clean version. <laughs> Matter of fact, we're playing the clean, clean version. There's a clean version and a super clean version. Always cracks me up nowadays. Where you got you know it's three levels of songs and some things. You've got the like in the WAP song, you know, which I still say is WAP. Everybody says it's WAP. I go like it's WAP. If you say if it's if like to me isn't WAP? If you say zap, cap, tap, wouldn't WAP be WAP, right? Unless it's a uh, red light. Well, no, 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 no. But you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's like if if everything you have is like AP and it has that ah, you know the 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 short A sound, you know tap, cap, hap. Um, you know, happen, you know, all the things that like that. Why would it be WAP? Okay, but and that should be WOP or WHOP. But anyway, what do I know? And the answer to that question is not much. <laughs> anyway, we played the song F2020 yesterday, which, you know, it's to the point where. You really where, got feedback from that? Oh, yeah, I had, I had a couple people saying, mm, you know about that song. Yeah, mm, don't know if you should be playing that or not. But. Well, I think it's appropriate, okay. and I totally identify with it. I think nine, so. Play away, sir. I think ninety-five percent of the population of the country agrees with that, right? I mean, it's like okay, and, and, and I, I, I believe that with all the explicatives. Okay, here is what, and here's what's driving me nuts. One day, like let's take a week. Last week, one day on a Monday, it comes out. Hey. The CDC has told all these governmental agencies that be get it, get prepared for mass mass vaccinations because we think that the vaccine for the COVID nineteen is going to be available sometime in October. Okay, and then the next day somebody comes out and says, "No, that's BS. That's just Trump BS. He's just trying to make himself look good before the election." And then the day after that, another person comes out and says, "Yes, it's true. The, you know, we're going to have this." And then the next day somebody else goes, "No, it's not true. We won't have the, you know, and it's like, okay, it's like one day you read the the the, you know, the news and Dr. Fauci is saying wear a mask, and the next day he's saying wear a shield, and then the next day he's saying wear a body condom, and then the next day he's saying, you know, seal your in your room and never come outside for the next three years it's like okay just make up your mind just tell us you know hey vaccines looking good or you know what ain't no way in double he double hockey sticks that this vaccine's going to be around anytime till sometime next year just tell us and then just let us alone you know what i mean just stop changing it every day you know see i'm 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 worried about the vaccine well, three see, words well because of the fact i that am legend I am legend. What does that mean? It's a movie. Yeah? You need to watch it. I've never seen it before. It's with Will Smith. I thought it was John Legend. Isn't John Legend in that? I am legend? No. Isn't that autobiographical movie? No. Where he talks about how he used to be a... It's similar to what's going on right now. John Legend used to be a nurse. He decided he didn't want to be a nurse anymore, so he met up with your daughter and he became a big singing star. Wasn't that the movie? That... Yeah. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, you can stick around for a couple more minutes. Yeah, I have something very important to discuss. Okay, we can do it. We can do it on air. I can't do it off air. We have to do it on air because I have to have witnesses to that. Okay. Okay. Seven fifty-nine. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. It is eight oh five, and we want to remind you that this very show is being brought to you by two wonderful companies, Angie 
Harness, who is an excellent real estate agent. And you know what? That's one of those industries right now that people talk, oh my God, the coronavirus has killed everything. Real estate business is hot. And if you want to buy a house right now, uh, you're not going to get the best deal because uh, the market's hot. And part of the reason is the interest rates are like in the toilet. You can get 2% interest rates, 2%. You know, when I bought my first house, you know what my interest rate was? Eight. Eight, I wish. 14.5. Wow. And that was with, and that was not like, you know. I actually remember when it was that high back then. Well, that wasn't with Lenny the Loan Shark. That was with a major St. Louis bank, which is no longer around. And that was a good rate at the time. I mean, you know, matter of fact, I heard a guy the other day talking about this. This is pretty interesting that he talked about that, that uh, it was a financial guy. And it was really sort of fascinating because he said, and going back to those times, you could get a CD. Certificate of deposit. And it wasn't unusual back, this would have been like in the late 70s, early 80s, to get a certificate of deposit that paid 15, 16, 17, 18%. And he talked about that back in the day, if you had $100,000 and you stuck it in a 12-month CD and then you took the money out at 18%, you'd make 18000 Now, think about it. You go back to 1980, if you were a single person, 18000 I mean, you could live pretty good off of that. You could make a house payment, rent payment, you know. I mean, you make a car payment, have money to go party, stuff like that, and not have to work. Nowadays, certificate of deposit, what does it pay, like .0008% or something like that? You go, I mean, I had an account that that uh, I recently closed out that I had, it was this goofy, stupid uh, account I had that had $400 in it. I don't even know how it ended up, but it was something I had a long time ago. And I got a statement on it, and in a year... You know, it was paying interest in a year. I think I made a dollar fifty on my four hundred dollars. Now think about it. Back in the day, at eighteen percent interest, I would have made. Well, let's just round it off to twenty percent. Uh, you know, ten would have been forty. Uh, twenty would have been eighty. I would have made eighty bucks on my four hundred dollars. Instead, I made what did I say? A buck fifty, something like that. You know, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. And cray cray. Well, it's just you know. But anyway, Angie Harness, she can take care of you. She's really good and at what she, she does. She's a sultry minx, but she's excellent at her a craft. Sultry. She's with Keller Williams uh, Realty West. What does a sultry minx mean? It means that she's got it going on. A sultry minx. I don't think I've ever yes. heard that term before. Is that something new in the rap world or something like that? It's I... something that I've made up. A sultry minx. Okay. And so is Caleb Hunter a sultry minx as well, too? He, you know, he is. He's a fly boy. <laughs> he's a fly boy. <laughs> <laughs> he is literally. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I think I'd like to go fly with him. You know, I'm. I would too. I'm not a fixed He's wing kind of guy. He's both of his kids. I'm not a fixed wing guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a helicopter kind of guy. But I think I'd like to fly with him. Okay. Um, I want to talk about this. We'll talk about this tomorrow about the White Castle news that I uncovered yesterday, which shocked me. Shocked me. What was it? Well, I'll talk about it briefly. I thought White Castle was like an East Coast kind of thing where it started. Do you know where White Castle started? Here? No, Wichita, Kansas. Really? Yeah, and they're not even there anymore. They were there a short period of time. Remember I told you when I used to work, you know, had this company and I used to travel a lot, you know, mainly by vehicle. And uh, I used to go to Des Moines and Omaha and Kansas City and Springfield, Missouri and other places. Which, and Wichita, Kansas as well, too. Anyway, um, when I used to come through Kansas City, I used to hit White Castle. 
because I'd come around for Des Moines. I'd come 35 south, and I'd pick up 435, and then pick up 70 east, and then come back to St. Louis. And I'd hit one of the White Castles there. I think it was an Oak Grove on an I-70, which Oak Grove's like an eastern suburb of Kansas City. Sort of like a Wentzville, you know, like be sort of be camp- comparable to like Wentzville, far away from the, the, you know, the downtown area, but still part of the Kansas City metro. And through the years I made that trip, I could tell that the, the White Castle wasn't doing so well. There's never many there. I'm like, this is weird. So then after a while, it turned into a White Castle slash churches. I thought, wow, that's a strange combination, (laughs) White Castle and churches. And then it was gone. They completely pulled out of Kansas City. They, it, you know, the, the market just knew well for them, and they're gone. Sort of like Schnooks. Schnooks was and in Kansas. Schnooks was in Kansas City for a while, and then they just disappeared, gone. You know, you wonder how that happens. Okay, this is what I can't talk to you about, other than on the air. Code okay. words. Am I going to get upset? Someone who's. And you think this is going to temper me? Someone who had a long conversation with me over the weekend. Then they texted me yesterday and said, "Hey, man, I need to talk to you." And I called, and the person said, hey, I can't talk right now. And then I texted back, and I said, tell me when you're available. And I never heard back from them. And then at midnight last night, I get a nasty text. Hey, man, aren't you talking to me? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's like, okay, I've already I've texted you. I've called you. I've texted you again. And then I don't hear from you. And at midnight, you tell me you're mad because I didn't. I, I'm like, hey, you know, talk to me. I'm here. You know? Ugh. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Um, also. So did you text them back at midnight? No. Uh, I have to tell you, I did something over the weekend that I rarely go over to where I went. I spent a lot of time because I went to school at SIU Edwardsville. And rarely ever go over on that side of the river. And I don't know why I did it. I know the glitter girls miss no, you. No, 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 no. I did it I did it Sunday. Just had one of those things. I mean, I don't really... I used to take sort of like little mini road trips. I used to get in my car by myself and drive here, drive there, place like that. I don't hardly ever do that anymore. And I went over there specifically to take a look in Mitchell, Illinois, to see if the KXCN transmitter site is still there. The towers are all gone. It's sad. All gone. Six towers. Gone. Yeah, that is sad, actually. Yeah. Just the base of the towers. Kind of brought a tear to your eye, didn't it? Oh, it's sad. And a cool building. Cool studio building. Transmitter studio building. Really cool building. I mean, you know, like sort of modern, you know, sort of like what they call mid-century modern or something like that. And big building, you know, they had the studios and the whole bit. Once upon a time, this was like a, you know, you know, a very vibrant radio station. People working there, parking lot, cars in the parking lot, people inside, producing radio. And now you look at it, the building looks like if you pushed on it real hard, it would fall over. Uh, towers are all gone. The base of the towers is still there. You know, that really is a shame. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's, and, yeah, and, I know. And you got that station. You got, I think, WEW, WEW's tower used to be right there in 64. It's gone. I think they moved somewhere. You got all the romantic stations, four romantic stations. And, you know, and, 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 three, and two of those were very historic stations. You know, one of them was the old WIL AM, 1430, off the air. Uh, then there was Weasel, which ultimately became KFTK AM, which was the simulcast of 97.1. And that's off the air. Um, and uh, then there were the two others. There's WINU Highland, which, you know, had its own little history. And then there was the, the move-in station, 1190, that came out of DeSoto. All of them off the air. And 
to me, it's like, it's so sad. You know, I hate to see, I mean, this is an industry I've worked in my entire life, ever since I've been like, you know, 17 years old. And it's sort of sad to see, you know, these places just sort of, you know, crumble and fall apart. And, you know, and like in the case of Romantic, a guy who should not have ever had broadcast licenses, who technically didn't because he was a convicted felon, and that's how the whole thing started. Um, and it's given our industry a bad name. Because now, some people will say, I'm part of the problem. I'm the crazy, stupid Brad who does crazy, stupid things. But you know what? I have a reverence for this business. I have a reverence for our industry. And, you know, once again, I've had people accuse me. It's pumping through your veins. Well, I've had people accuse me. Well, you don't do this right, and you don't do that right. Hey, look, I've been doing this for a long time. I got first license as an amateur radio operator when I was 13. I've never, ever, ever, knock on Formica, <laughs> had any run-ins with the FCC, never been fined, never been, you know, I mean, never had anything ever, unlike somebody like Howard Stern, who's been fined, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and other people we know of who are, you know, signed, you know, fined five, you know, five, you know, mid to high five figures for things they've done or things they didn't do, and for the most part, you know, I mean, like, and I'm not trying to say if you want to disagree with me, I totally understand, but we try to keep our nose clean, right? There's certain yes. things that, like, that certain things we, behind the scenes stuff, like political ads, we have to be very careful about political ads. We have to be very careful about certain things that are like hot buttons with, and not necessarily that the FCC is going to nail you on it. Uh, they'll ultimately nail you on it. But if you like, if you, if you give favor to like a Democrat and then the Republican finds out about it, guess what? You're going to get reported to the FCC. So when we're dealing with, especially with politicians, we have to be like super neutral, right? You know what I'm saying? We have, yes. we have to play it right down the middle. We can't yeah. say, well, down you know, I'm a, I'm a Republican and I love Trump, so I'm going to take your commercials and they're all going to run between midnight and six and the commercials that are pro-Trump are going to run in morning and afternoon drive. No, we can't do that, nor do we do it. And there's some stations that do. I mean, very, very, very small minority of stations that still play little games with the political ads. But... I guess it sort of bothers me to see, you know, our industry and, and for example, no new people getting into it because of the fact that most of the stations have been bought by these big corporate companies. And, you know, and now it's to the point where iHeart's in the process of what merging with, 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 with the company that owns Sirius XM and, and a bunch of others and owns all sorts of this and that. And we're like, okay. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 They're talking about Didn't that right know now. That. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To the point where, and, and that company also owns Spotify and, you know, it's just, or whatever it is. I mean, it's just a point where it's like. And Jim Roman. Rowan? Um, Joe, Joe Rogan. Jim Roman. <laughs> Jim Roman, what? Jim Roman, you sort of, there's, there's, there's Jim Rome and there's Joe Rogan, but there's no Jim Roman. Oh, I, I just combined them together, yeah, you made I? You made two guys into one. You took Jim Rome and Joe Rogan. And it's made like him, a twofer. Yeah, made him a new person. That would be an interesting, hi, I'm Jim Roman. Yeah, I'm a cross between Jim Rome and Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's right. I'm right in the middle. Okay. And, and by the okay. way. Okay, anyway. 817. By the way, I listened to one of his podcasts. I listened to the podcast the other day with Miley Cyrus, and we're talking about that, where she sounds like this. And, uh, and, and she admits it. She blew out her voice. You know, I mean, she talks about this, you know, you know, all the, and she talks about, you know, too much smoking, too much drinking, you know, pushing her voice all the time. And she had to have throat surgery last year. And I feel bad for her. She's what, 24, yeah, that's a shame. 25? She's young. Yeah. I mean, like, come and on. And very talented, yeah, actually. I mean, extremely talented, you know? And it's like, God, put, you know, destroy yourself, you know? Anyway, are you done? Have we said enough? Are we in trouble enough? I think that we're good to go. 
817. And have a great day, everybody. And we're out of this here. This has been BS in the Morning. I am Brad. He is Shelly. Hope you've enjoyed your ride, as we have. And uh, tomorrow is another day. And do us a favor. Uh, check our website. Listen to this radio station. Listen to KSLQ. Those people on there who are like 98% small local business people, uh, yes. those are the people that keeps these radio stations on the air. Those are the people, for the most part, who have had a rough go of it with COVID-19. Uh, and, you know, they always talk about, uh, you know, if you've never been in a chamber of commerce before, one of the things they always talk about is if you spend a dollar, a local dollar, not at Wally World or CVS or the Green Wall Place, uh, if you spend that local dollar, it spins around the community and it does all sorts of good. You spend it at one of those big corporate places and guess what? Like, uh, you know, Wally World, it, it goes, goes down. It goes back to Delaware. It goes to Arkansas and the other places, goes wherever they're at. So, you know, spend that money local. Try to uh, do business with our companies. And for the most part, uh, you know, our companies are there and waiting for you. Uh, and I say, for the most part, you've got people like Caleb who is doing, you know, very well and they've got a little bit of a waiting line. But if you call them up and you said, hey, my circuit breaker box is smoking, they would tell you, um, call the fire department first and we'll be over this afternoon, right? Yes. Yeah, because they do emergency calls like that. Yes, so, they do. Yeah, they will take care of you. So uh, yes, they yeah, will. call the fire department first <laughs> and then they'll come and take a look. Okay. And you know that they've started, that they've opened up their new um, auto shop. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Perfect. Eight, Have a great day, everybody. It's been a slice of heaven as usual, Brad. Bye.